Welcome back to New Rockstars, and with Secret Wars coming very soon on the MCU horizon, that means the Multiverse Madness has really only just begun. And Secret Wars, of course, is going to be a huge event that is likely going to bring together all the live-action Marvel heroes of the multiverse since Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies together for the Ultimate Multiverse War against a God Emperor Doom. But what if I told you that the MCU multiverse wasn't going to just include Marvel characters for this event? What if I told you a secret that Marvel Studios has secretly laid down the seeds for Superman and his amazing friends over at DC to potentially come and enjoy all of this madness over in Secret Wars? Hmm? This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the wickedly awesome Scarlet Wit of the West. It's Whitney Van Lenningham. What's going on, Whitney? Hi! Ah, oh, man. I like it. I like it when I get compared to Scarlet Witch. It's the best. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. So good. I got you. And of course, the future queen of Themyscira herself. It's the one and only Angelica Trey. What's going on, Angelica? Ooh, wow. Okay, MT on point with the intros today. <laughs> Hello. Hey, I knew it was going to be on the show. I okay, I had to make sure that I gave you guys the proper respect. All right. I, I'm not new. Okay. I Thank got you. This. <laughs> Shane is first rodeo, Buckaroo. He's been here before. He knows. (laughs) I know who you are. Um, But yes. All right, guys. We got to get into our first topic because I definitely got to explain why I said all those words in such a ludicrous order right at the top of the show. Because our first theory of today is, I believe that Superman and the Justice League exist in the MCU and could technically appear in Secret Wars. And here's why I believe this. Because... Um, as we learned from Multiverse of Madness, that dreams, every time we dream, it's a look into our multiversal selves. And we also know from Eternals, a little boy who is the son of two amazing fathers said that Icarus looked like Superman himself, a DC character. So if this little boy were to say, I don't know, have a dream about Superman even one time, that would mean that Superman exists in the MCU Technically, and if Superman exists in the MCU, then the other DC characters must by extension as well, which means that if Marvel Studios could could potentially make a deal with Warner Brothers, we could potentially see a Superman in the MCU in Secret Wars. What do you guys think? Rogus or bogus? Well, we'll get to that in the end. But like, what do you guys think of this theory in general? Oh, man. Okay. I'm just like, oh, go. You go first. You go you, You go ahead. You start off. No. Go. Okay. All right. Hey, it's it's my it's my first time on this new format. So I was like, you know what? You take the reins. Um, so yeah, that is just off the rails. Um, I kind of like that, yes, honestly. It's crazy. Well, here's the thing is now my brain is just running wild with just further down the line plot stuff. Like I'm I'm kind of on board with this, but I would like to see maybe the Avengers fight Superman. So if we could get evil Superman in here or some sort of, I don't know, confusion, like something happens where Superman does end up in that like MCU universe and he doesn't know what's going on and the Avengers don't know what's going on and maybe there's confusion or something, but I just kind of want to see them all fight a little bit. Like, I just want to see yes. that. That would actually be so, so funny if they just didn't know what was going on and they were like, wait, who is this guy? We have no idea who this person <laughs> is. And he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Superman. I'm literally Superman. And right? they're like, what? No, go who? away. What? 
Superman. Like, we can who? easily beat you in a fight, guy. Get away. Who's oh, Superman? Your, your thing is kryptonite? Done. Easy. So done. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be like, hey, Captain Marvel, can you just go to Krypton real quick? Real, real quick. Bring right. a rock back. And then they just hold it up to him, and then he's dead. And it's like, all right, that, that was over in about yeah. minutes. Well, that's the funny part, too, is Superman could just easily slip into that universe and no one would be surprised. They'd be like, oh, an, an alien. OK, <laughs> you know, I'd be right. like, all it's right. It's like another one. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be the like, pile. well, there's another one. Yeah, put them put them with the cool other suit, ones. Dude. We've, got, we've got Rocket Raccoon. We've got Superman. <laughs> yep. But yes, I do love this idea of like an evil Superman potentially coming into play and maybe even working with Dr. Doom in Secret Wars. Like, I, I know, I, again, I know this is ludicrous and I know that Marvel Studios and DC have their own separate companies and they're doing their own thing. However, I just feel like now that companies like Sony and Marvel are talking and, and working together, I feel like it's quite easy for Warner Brothers to want to like, you know, to put in a little evil Superman in there, a little evil Superman action in Secret Wars to uh, spice things up, make things even more crazier in this huge multiversal thing. So yeah, I would love to see an evil Superman working with Dr. Doom. Cause that, right, that would well, be like, how do we stop this? MT, now that you've said it, you've spoken it into existence. It is ludicrous. <laughs> and that's why I think the ludicrous <laughs> is going to be playing evil Superman. His character from Ludacris Bridges is going to be playing (laughs) Evil Superman. You heard it here first, Rogue Theory folks. (laughs) I've seen the Get Back music video. I've seen him with the huge fists. I I know his strength. (laughs) Get back, motherfucker. You don't know soups like that. You don't know him like that. (laughs) Exactly. My you God. know, you know. Uh, at some point, he has to make direct eye contact with the camera and then say the word "ludicrous," though, right? Like that would have to happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He has to be like Superman in in the MCU. That would be ludicrous. Like it would just get really meta for a second. I would love and then, like, and then, like, like in the background, you hear like the sounds of like from his tracks, like "luda luda." You know, every time he talks. Every time he talks. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That would be amazing. We we just gotta to cast the entire Justice League as uh as, as famous rappers and our and, and artists. Everybody's I would honestly hilarious. love that so much. I I really would. <laughs> There's a lot of good actors slash rappers out there, man. Let's utilize them. Let's put them in the MCU slash DCU. Let's go. It's true. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg could be uh, Batman. Oh, That'd be great. Yeah. Snoop I would Dogg love Snoop Dogg as Batman. Ludacris <laughs> as Superman. Let's go. Dude, I feel like Joker would be a lot more chill if uh, Batman smoked him up. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What what well, other like what, what other well what other rappers cuz I'm thinking of uh that really old Eminem music video too where I think it was Without Me, right? That was like the comic yes. book one. Where he's like Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one was so cool when I was uh a lass, a wee lass, but uh, oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of when other rappers 11, that, was that- <laughs> it blew my mind um but yeah i'm trying to think of other rappers that have potentially been you know like characters or any sort of comic related character obviously you know mf doom rip um i'm still girl. dealing with that oh okay ice-t was, oh ice-t was in tank girl so okay have ice tea ice true true absolutely true. be cast in a superhero role <laughs> obviously so ice tea is my favorite 
actor slash metalhead slash rapper in of all time. I'm obsessed with Ice T. I have a portrait of him <laughs> hanging in my living room in a gold frame. This is not a joke. I'm obsessed with him. Um, and oh, wow. I Ice T is my top casting for any MCU property. I want him in any movie. I don't care who he is. I need him in there. It's been too long since right. Tank Girl. He's he's in SVU. That's great. That's fine. But I need more. I need more metal. I need more super stuff from Ice T. All right. Okay. You hear so that. what you're saying Let's is you want Ice T to be the next Tony Stark. Interesting. I, do. I would Actually, love. Actually, you know what would be see- really cool? <laughs> Honestly, if both statement from you, Whitney. If I could invent a hero for Ice T, so his metal band's name is Body Count. Wouldn't that be a sick mm. villain name? Body Count. Like, if that was, like, the guy you were fighting, if it was, like, Spider-Man versus Body Count, that would be sick. Seriously, like, if you never heard the name Spider-Man or Body Count, (laughs) who are you going to put your money on? It's going to be Body Count. Oh, yeah. For sure. (laughs) Okay, I'm really sorry that I went off on this really weird tangent about actors and rappers and superheroes. (laughs) Sorry, this is so off topic. What is this it's called? Totally rogue theory, all right? Rogue, rogue, theory. rogue theory. Just let all me right? cast them all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay, back to this whole idea of DC crossing over with Marvel. Um, like, so, like, do you think that this could possibly happen? Like, do you think that Marvel Studios and Warner Brothers could potentially come to a deal for, like, a one-time event where we could see the Avengers versus the Justice League. Oh, man. I mean... And unfortunately, yeah, when you start even this though I off. want this to be real, I think that this is <laughs> because I don't think that Disney is ever going to f*** with Warner Brothers like that. I just don't Ooh. think that they are. I just don't think yeah. it's going to happen. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking I mean, that's, this that's same totally thing. Fair. Yeah, from a company perspective, I go, oh, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talks that would have to happen for that. But from a viewer perspective, I think that would be really cool. And I would like that. And, you know, very cool. Yeah, there's there's definitely characters from each side or each universe that I definitely think could break those barriers, you know, just between Doctor Strange and you know, Scarlet Witch on one end, and then we've got the Flash on the other end, who could just legitimately make anything possible, you know, through right through speed. What is it? Speed Force, right? Like anything, <laughs> you can make anything possible with the science <laughs> of the Flash and just be like, it's the Speed Force. You it's know? the Speed Force. It just, you know, just accept it. <laughs> time, we're time traveling. Um, can we, can we break the, the conning? Yeah. Can we break the like multiverse? Can we bust into some other universes like that? Exactly. Like there's so many, and like in the past, like, uh, Marvel and DC used to cross over all the time. Yeah. Um, like back in like the, the eighties and stuff. And like, there was a, a really cool event, like a super underrated. It's the amalgam series. Like I'm sure everyone, everyone that's read comics has probably come across the amalgam series at least once where, uh, DC and Marvel shoved their characters together to make hybrid characters. So I believe there was, um like, they, they mixed up Spider-Boy and Superboy to make a character, and, like, uh, Batman and Wolverine to make a character, and, like, that was, like, super fun. So, oh, like, my God. I, I miss those days <laughs> I'm when that. Marvel and DC worked together like that. Like, they, they was it was so awesome. Like, I highly recommend everyone read the Amalgam comics. They're not the best quality writing, but, like, it's fun just to see all, all the characters uh, mished together. Um, like Were there a Joker any awesome and Red lines? Skull interact, and it's quite hilarious. Really? Oh Were yes. They- um, jo- I think I think the Joker tells Red Skull 
um, that he's he, he's he's basically disgusted with Red Skull for being like a Nazi sympathizer. He's like, yo, I'm crazy, but I'm not a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's I got problems, yeah. but at he's, least I'm not a Nazi. He's like, I like this. He's like, I love my country. Like, what the f- is wrong with you? Um, so like, I thought that was funny. He's like, Joker has standards. Joker that, uh, has standards. More standards than Listen. Let's go. Okay, Joker does if have there's a line. Anything that all right? we can learn morally from these from these <laughs> comics, it's that Joker has standards. Joker has standards. I um, definitely take all my won't cross. Exactly. I definitely take all of my morals from from Joker. That's definitely my moral standards. So I'm glad you know. Oh, Oh, for sure. Joker's drawing lines. I'm glad that we're on the same page about that, Joker and I, you know. (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, I mainly take all my cues from the Joker movie, Um, especially all my jokes. the Joker movie (laughs) with Joaquin Phoenix. I, too, dance down staircases. Yes. Daily. That's uh, that's actually the only way that I go down staircases. They have to hide staircases from me. They're like, oh, where's the elevator? (laughs) Before she sees... Exactly. I dress up like a clown every day. This is every actually day. my clown attire. I feel Just like kidding. a clown every day. <laughs> I am Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I guess it's time for final judgment. I guess. What do you guys think of this theory overall? Do you think that we could see Superman and um, just all the Justice League in Secret Wars, potentially? Well, I this is my first bogus rating but not because it's a bogus theory i think it'd be cool as hell i think that that's give the people what they want we are the people who want this crossover we want it so bad but i don't have faith in movie studios to give me what i want Mm. i think that it was a goddamn miracle that we got the sony spiders in on uh no way home that was like a miracle of epic proportions an anomaly and i just don't know if it can happen again mm. anytime soon. Maybe in the future. Maybe. I want it to. I sure do. I sure shit yeah. want it to. Ideal world, it happens <laughs> tomorrow. And we get on casting and Ludacris and Ice T are involved. Um yes. but yes. I don't think I don't have any faith in the studios, man. I don't think they love me enough to do me that. Either. The studios are like my dad. They don't love me enough to give me <laughs> to give me what I need as a person to grow. The studios are like my dad. Oh my god, that's it's quite. I'm sure they get that all the time. Honestly, Um, (laughs) dads are quite terrible. They can be. Just kidding. I love fathers. Um, Angelica, what do you think? Do you think that this could happen? Well, I, you know, honestly, when it comes to the types of conversations that have to happen between companies, I will have to say, you know, bogus more along the lines with Whitney. But that being said, I would like to see that as well. I think that would be really fun, but um, Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's more, it's more likely that, you know, Marvel um, and then like DC, like they'll have their own versions of maybe similar characters that they could bring in to their to their like movies or films or shows um that are maybe similar you know to whoever from the other universe um and they would emulate that but i think there's just too many conversations that would have to happen between these companies so i could i could see more likely them just bringing in someone that's like superman into them supreme Exactly. Like that's literally the, the squad of Supreme in, in Marvel Comics. So like they're a uh, 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 a Justice League type or, or parody essentially, where um you have a Hyperion 
and um i forget the rest but like yeah it's the whole squad of um 100 justice yeah. league knockoffs that I, I would love to see in the mcu as a like a little it's like a, a consolation prize since we yeah. will likely not get a superman Little taste. Right? Just give me a little. Give Woody a little taste. <laughs> and empty a little taste. Come on. Come on now. Yes. All of us a taste. We all Just deserve give a taste. Us a of that. Justice League versus Avengers, Avengers action. Give it exactly. Yeah. What what me would too. you think, um, MT? Because you, you mentioned this earlier too. What do you think would be the motivation of Doctor Doom, right, working with Superman? I think you mentioned that earlier. Mm. Right. I think that it would be um probably in the best interest um, for Superman to work with Dr. Doom if Superman's universe was destroyed. Cause like, if okay. you know, in the secret wars um, scenario that like all the universes get destroyed and Dr. Doom essentially creates one big universe where all the universes sort of like live together. So like if the DC universe were involved and Superman were just like, all right, like there's order here. And like, this man is like the keeping, he saved us all and kept us all together. So he's God. So I'm going to serve god because he's keeping order and that uh-huh. uh, he saved everything so i think it'd be really yeah, fun I for like for superman to to see that little like you know because like he doesn't really know dr doom but like the marvel characters know dr doom they're like yeah he's not a good guy don't talk to him superman he's like no he's fine he's just a god of everything I don't know what <laughs> the problem is and then okay. uh, they punch for a little bit and then they become friends and then they stop dr doom and then they never meet again <laughs> okay that's how i make friends honestly so <laughs> me too talk once never meet again we, um, we, we punch a little go. bit and then <laughs> punch a little bit you know and then punch back. slap scratch yeah and then i like to box everyone out. i meet to see if they're a worthy uh potential friend so <laughs> oh yeah it's true angelica and i boxed the first time we hung out ever exactly it was, great. It was a great time mt was just waiting for you to come out to california so we can get you in the ring next to box <laughs> Exactly. Uh, they keep sending me threatening messages about boxing, but it's all out of love. Yeah. And, and thank you. Um, it is. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait to be boxed um, at, because I will not be boxing two beautiful women as yourselves. I will, I will be boxed at. Be boxed uh, at. But, <laughs> um, also, but yes. That's how I box you guys like this. It's just like this. Me too, really. It's just like, eh. I'm over here like. Can't do it. Dad. <laughs> so charged up. Full just <laughs> crazy eyes. Just ready to go. <laughs> Dude, you guys know what I want to see now though? I want to see a billionaire fight between Lex Luthor and Tony Stark. Where they're just yes. like, no, oh I'm God. richer. No, I'm richer. No, I'm smarter. No, I'm smarter. I would love yeah. it, but yeah, like it's like a two rich boys be like, no. Just it would, like, just, it would be like assets. watching Jeff Bezos fight Elon Musk. It would be great. Basically. Oh my okay. god. Yes. <laughs> this has to happen. A much better version of that. A much better version. Um, like a way cooler, more high-tech version a of Bezos way fighting version. Musk. So I guess that makes two bogus votes. My first double bogus uh voting, which I will take with happiness because this is a very rogue theory. It's too rogue. It's too rogue. I, the, the idea of Marvel and um, and Warner working together, it just really, it's it's highly unlikely. But I think it's the a little too rogue, but it's just enough bogue. It's just enough bogue. We like, <laughs> we like bogue, the rogue but... of the story and the theory, right? We just don't have faith yeah. in these companies getting along. The companies true, are the true. bogus, not the either. theory. The theory is rogue. The no, 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 no. Yes. I, I, 
<laughs> I, I'm on the same exact page as you guys for sure. Um, I don't. I don't really trust these companies to get it together. Up next, we're going to talk about a crazy Miss Marvel theory. But first, we want to thank Raycons for sponsoring this video because lately I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts. It's been great, aside from all you know, the murder and stuff. Murders. Not ideal, it makes it hard to sleep at night. But one reason it's been great to listen to is because I have my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday buds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, I have the biggest ear holes in the world and they just didn't fall out. I don't know what's going on, what type of black magic they use, probably from the dark hold. I will not question it. Raycons offer three sound profiles to match what you're listening to, plus noise, isolation, and awareness mode, so you can choose to be immersed in sound or be able to hear your surroundings when you need to. I like to use my Raycons to listen to podcasts while I'm doing dumb, boring chores around the house. They're great because they never fall out no matter how much I move around. And trust me, some of my chores involve fighting crime, and um, I get jostled around from time to time. Raycons do not fall out, um, and I wear the Raycons so I don't hear the sound of my enemies screaming. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. Then when you need to charge, it's super easy. You can even do it wirelessly because we're in the future. With Raycons, you get the same quality audio as other premium audio brands, but at half the price, because that just makes sense. They're, they're built to last, so you don't have to worry about using them too much. And it's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 49,000 five-star reviews. Check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. My guess is that you're going to want to leave them a five-star review too. Go to buyraycon.com slash rogue theory today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash rogue theory to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash rogue theory. And also I want to thank me undies. Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't already booked and busy already? You're just going to have to tell them to try again in the fall. You've got pool days, pride parades, bachelor parties, and beach vacations waiting for you. It's a lot, but thankfully me undies wants to make the summer more comfortable and one that you'll never forget because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. Trust me. Um, it really gets in the way. Um, butt sweat ruined my life. I had to start over from scratch. I love my MeUndies. Not only are they comfortable, but they give me the confidence to craft theories to blow your mind. And when you're comfy and feeling good, you're more present to enjoy all of your summer plans. It's like science or something. MeUndies has the lightest and most breathable fabrics to keep you cool and comfortable wherever you go. From undies, bralettes, and socks, and loungewear and swimwear, you can find something for all of your plans. MeUndies also releases new prints all the time, like their limited edition Pride Collection. You can match with your partner, friends, or even your dog. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to even 4XL. And MeUndies has a great offer for all my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you'll get 25% off your first membership item. To get 50% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash rockstars. That's MeUndies.com slash rockstars. All right, so now it is time for a second topic, because I have a second theory to hopefully maybe try to redeem myself here. And it's going to be talking okay. about Miss Marvel. In particular, all this weird cosmic energy that we've been seeing in, the, in these latest episodes, which leads us to our second topic of today. I think that the Kree could have been experimenting with these very cosmic energies to possibly create the Terrigen Mist that we know from Marvel Comics. Because uh, we've seen in the latest episode that um, when these people, these clandestines, 
touch this cosmic energy, they turn into rocks right before their skeleton falls into the ground. And we know from an early episode of Ms. Marvel that the bangle was originally found on a blue hand that we presumed, presumed to be a Kree hand. Um, and so if we know, since we know that from the comics that the Kree were involved with the creation of the Terrigen Mist that create in humans, what if we are looking at a scenario where the Kree were trying to harness the power of this radiation to create the Inhuman Society um, long ago in the past. What do you guys think about this? Hell yeah. I, I did a, a little mini, mini baby version of that theory in Ooh. I think my last Ms. Marvel video. Because I oh shit very hard to Okay. Never mind. I think, <laughs> this is a joke. Yeah, no, I think, I think that that's <laughs> super possible because I think that, yeah, I, I my theory is that, uh, you know how like long before like anything that we know was created that um, meteorite, the vibranium meteorite landed in Wakanda. And that was kind of right. like the, beginning. Um, the beginning. I'm wondering also if the Kree messing around with this cosmic energy could have been something that was happening around that same time period. Maybe like mm. few few thousand years after or something like that. Right. It's still like a long ago thing that predates what we know as like humanity, you know? Um, right. And so, yeah, I, I definitely think, I think that the Kree could be using that energy, harnessing that energy, using it in their technology, either to create their technology or to give their technology that little extra juice that it needs to pow pow the mm. bad guys. Um, yeah, I fully agree. I'm I'm on board with this. Yeah, and, and like, and especially knowing that the the Kree themselves can't uh, have, were having trouble with evolving their bodies in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just makes sense for for them to want to like mess around with these energies that were are clearly affecting um, human bodies, like Kamala Khan and Chimeron. So yeah, it just makes sense that they would want to upgrade themselves. But what do you think, Angelica? So I, I definitely I've been pondering a lot of stuff around this latest episode of Miss Marvel. And that is one mm. of the, that is like one of the theories that has cropped up. You know, there's obviously some, some really straightforward ones of like, okay, well there was a goddess who I think had blue skin and that could explain that. But I definitely think that, um, the Cree have some involvement with this. And I thought that, um, the clandestines, uh, that death mm. did look a little too familiar to ignore. So, right, right. Yeah. So, honestly, this one is pretty sound for how rogue it seems. I like it. I dig it. All I don't right. think it's Thank you. I mean, it's it's rogue in the sense that it's cool as hell. Yeah. But like nice. it's not rogue in the sense that like, oh, it's guns to happen. Oh, I'm here. For it. It's guns to be true. I think ro rogue you just assume is good MT here. <laughs> I think we both called it. I think it, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I called it. I don't think it's, it's you just, you just um, said it. You just called yeah, it. It just happened. I just watched true. that happen. It's true. I don't know. It just feels weird. But yeah. Thank you. I called it if it does happen, but if it doesn't happen, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think it is very likely considering that the Kree are just so hungry for power. And as we move forward with the Kree Squall War and learning more about that whole conflict, um, I feel like we're going to, learn how the, the Kree are trying to empower themselves, but also see the scrolls maybe use that information that they learned to create the super scroll. Um, because we know that the super scroll is a huge part of the scroll mythos. And like, he's definitely coming um, with the Fantastic Four coming very soon. So like, I can definitely see, um, you know, that this, this enhancing 
um, and th this obsession with enhancing biology becoming um, a focal point as we move forward with this cosmic, with with this sort of Cree scroll cosmic side of the uh, MCU. Oh yeah. Um, if any of that made sense. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> for sure. And I, I also, I was going to say, I forgot to say another thing that I mentioned in my video too was that all of these, like, like the weapons that they could have been making, could have been weapons that they were making for the Cree scroll war. And mm. now we are finding these artifacts that were left behind, you know, maybe in battle, maybe not. Yeah. We'll find out. We're going to find out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, honestly, it feels like watching through Miss Marvel while we don't really have any other heroes directly in the, in the show, um, it definitely feels like it's setting up for a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of little Easter eggs and hints in there for what's to come. So yeah, I, I honestly, mm. I feel like this theory is, is kind of more spot on than we oh, yeah. know I for mean, now. Yeah. Then, then we yeah. realize. Yeah. And I think that okay. there's also like a lot of things exactly like you said, where it's like, there's probably reasons why this is going to be true that we don't even know yet. But oh, I yeah. do think it's going to mm. be true. Like, Feige has if, a plan. Even if we don't know the whole picture yet, I, I, I'm really into this theory. I think it's, I think it's a good one. Oh, thanks. All right. Wait, okay. So before we go into our final voting of uh, the theory, um, I do have a junior, like a mini theory that I want to throw out because it just popped into my brain. Um, since we do, like, I, I, you guys have probably seen the new Namor pictures that came out. Um, with, I haven't. Um, Let all me the, look it up real our, quick. Our, oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, my God. No. Yeah, we got our first look at Namor, Namor. the other day. Um through uh, Marvel Studios pictures. And uh, he looks very cool. But another picture that we saw in um, amongst those rounds of pictures is a picture of a blue Atlantean um, called Atuma or Adama. I, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Um, and so since we know that blue people exist on MCU Earth now, is it possible that this bangle could have been on an, an Atlantean arm versus a Kree arm? Like, how do you think... Because, uh, like, in the in the Marvel uh, comics, we know that um, Atlantis sunk because um, they were um, part, like, or in the vicinity of the Celestials and the Celestial experimentations. So, like, do you think that, like, maybe the Celestial link that Atlantis could have with um, the Celestials um, could have, I don't know, make them have this bangle or, I don't know, like, <laughs> maybe the, the bangle came from the Celestials? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, what, what do you think the, um, the, um, the likelihood of uh, this blue hand being um, Atlantean could be? That... That could be interesting. I do, uh, I guess that I do just, I still think that it is more likely to be Cree because of the location mm. where the bangle was found. Right. Um, because I think, I mean, I'm not just saying like, he could only be found in water. Like he, there's no way he could have <laughs> traveled at all. Like, no, like I'm not saying like if, if the bangle belonged right. to an Atlantean that it couldn't end up on land. But I think it's less likely that a bangle right. found in Pakistan was from, from the ocean. ocean. Yeah, like, right. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Who, who's to say? But no, I, no, yeah, like, that, that I think, I think it's more sense. likely to be Cree for that reason. Um, so right. Yeah. I, so I, I yeah, think, it, yeah, I think that um, what I would probably turn to at this point is then looking at the bangle and looking at the technology and then maybe comparing it to celestial technology um, versus Cree technology right. and doing a little bit more investigative work on that end. But I feel like that's the more rogue side of this theory 
So I definitely <laughs> think it's a little bit, it is a little bit more of a, I'm leaning more Cree here, but I do like right. that. And, uh, like you know, it, yeah. we're all about, yeah, flying off the rails here and seeing what's possible and, and finding what's possible because honestly with the MCU, you don't know what's going to happen further down the line. So who knows? It's true. Mm-hmm. You never know. And they indeed. could pull, they could pull like the randomest, tiniest comic book line from the most obscure thing that no one has ever read. And like, like clandestines. With, yes. Like the clandestine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, Oh my God. Perfect. Perfect. Example. Exactly. Like the clandestine that popped up. And I was like, I have not, I don't even no think if you, if you said that you've re- read those comics before you're lying. I read them for I work. I did not read them before I had to for this show. No, like I've heard, I heard the name, but I was like, I don't know what that is. So yeah, I'm gonna I ignore know. It. And My then you read like, them, and they're kind of cheesy, and there's like a reason why they're not popular. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, you know for sure, like Marvel Studios is definitely pulling into like their their vat of obscure names and references. So like, we're gonna see a lot more of that popping up, but very oh, soon. Oh yeah. Um, so just because I just feel like because like people are so into marvel these days that like people are just consuming so much marvel that like marvel's like we can't surprise you guys anymore you guys I know. know everything <laughs> I <laughs> so know, we're gonna yeah. just, like, just pick a bunch of random shit that we don't use anymore and just throw it at you guys to surprise you guys but uh, i like hilarious. that i want to be surprised i don't yes, want to be able to like, figure more everything out shit. and that's the thing is that like a, a thing that for a, here's here's a little inside info for all you watching at home I fucking <laughs> love being wrong about my theories. Yes. I love when I say this is going to happen and then it doesn't. I'm not embarrassed. Exactly. I'm not like, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have said or thought that. No. Theories are so fun. <laughs> theories are so fun. Yes. Even if they're wrong, I think it, I don't know. Anything is possible. Well, and it's, it's if you have a theory, po- it's right. Do it. Get it. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's the best part of, of getting these Disney Plus shows. Because like if we, once we see like Marvel movies in theaters, it's one experience and we saw the whole experience. But like since the experience is, is being dragged out over weeks, yeah. we get to like theorize and have fun and like, and, like we're living it. in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's why I feel like, you know, when people on Twitter talk about like the Moon Knight era or the WandaVision era, because like they really did feel like like com- eras of conversation where we're just living in each episode and then like and and having fun like together and like talking about Marvel too. I mean, even yeah. dude, Peacemaker, that was the funnest era so yes. far because MT I and I would Peacemaker. wake up every morning at like 7 a.m. for me, 10 a.m. for him. And I would text him and I'd be like, let's get peaceful. And then we would do the yeah. little dance in our own living room like, and we would text each other. And like, that was so I love the community of being able to like text you guys as these shows are happening, do the theories week by week instead of waiting for the next movie to come out, seeing it in theaters, and then you get to talk about it for like a couple weeks, but there's not something immediately after that to talk about. And I love the community of these week by week shows where every single week we get to talk about something totally different together. And it's yeah. just fun. It's just fun. I it's like the best. It. I'm I, happy. I'm happy that we get to I just do like this. talking nerd with you guys. You guys I know. I like to talk nerdy with you guys. It's great. It's my favorite part of the week. Oh, okay. hell yeah. All right. Okay. Back to the final, the second topic. Um, final votes. Is it Rogus, Bogus, or I guess Jess is Ogus. Oh, Jess made an Ogus Oh, yeah. Uh, Jess made Ogus. I forgot about Ogus. <laughs> Wait, what was Ogus? The made Ogus. 
Ogus, Ogus is, is the, like the, middle the middle thumb. Okay. So it's like Rogus, Bogus, Rogus, or Ogus. Bogus, Ogus. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah, so in regards to this idea of um, the Cree using um, the, the, the actual energies from the, the, this vault to create the Terrigen Mist, do you guys think that's too rogue or just rogue enough? I'm going to vote two thumbs Rogus, baby. Woo-hoo! And then I'm going to give an Ogus to Namor theory. <laughs> but okay. Rogus I'll, I'll and, the Ogus on the and then an Ogus on the Namor. But yeah. <laughs> Woo-woo-woo! So two, I'm, two Rogus is an Ogus. Yeah, so it, it did look really, really similar to what we've seen of the Terrigen Mist. So I'm going to do one thumbs up, one Rogus. All right. But, but there was still... Like, there wasn't any mist, right, in Miss Marvel. Like, we didn't see the actual mist. Right. So, so true, it's, just true, the, true. it's just the one Rogus. One um, Rogus. Actually, guys, I will take one Rogus. Fun Easter egg. It isn't Ms. Marvel. It's Mist Marvel. So that's where the oh. mist is. Can't believe you guys didn't realize. <laughs> I totally missed it. Yes. Oh. 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 Oh, no. That was a really dumb joke. That was a really dumb joke. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I just get up. I throw my chair. I leave. <laughs> just in a rage. Like, <laughs> this. All right, gang. Now it's time for our rogue question. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. I need you guys to name me one non-comic book fictional character that you guys feel would be worthy of lifting Mjolnir. Who would that be? All right, MT. I know that you haven't seen Stranger Things 4 yet, but I have two yet. names for you. Eddie Munson. Eddie Ooh. Munson would be so worthy of lifting Mjolnir. Not only is he a huge metal fan and definitely has all of the, the Norse black metal gods, not anti-fascist ones, of course, flowing through his veins. <laughs> Obviously, there's that. Two, he sacrificed his life for a town that didn't even love him. And so he, Mm-mm-mm. if that's not worthiness, like what is? Like, in my opinion, that's like, when you are like the the bad guy to, to people, but you are actually the savior of all of them and they will never know, that is worthiness, my man. That is worthiness, my friends. That is I'm worthiness, my dudes. And I think that Eddie Munson should be able to wield Thor's hammer. It's true, because, like, we learned from uh, Avengers Age of Ultron that Vision was on the side of life. And, like, yeah. that's why he was worthy. He was a selfless, yeah. like, being. So, like, I feel like selfless beings like that um, should exactly. be worthy of lifting Mjolnir. So, I exactly. feel like that makes a lot of sense. Cool. What about you, Angelica? Shrek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. One always... word, Shrek. <laughs> One word, Shrek. I don't know why. It's mm. just, it's, look, the name Shrek is just in, in my bones and in my soul. This is Im- embedded... Uh, in just my my little millennial heart here. Um, so <laughs> here's the thing. I think that Shrek comes a long way throughout the in you know the films. And at first he's a little bit selfish, but he learns to open up his heart. And I think that that journey makes him worthy. He becomes selfless. He starts to take care of those around him and disregard you know, appearances or vanity or lack thereof and all of that. So I'm going to go with Shrek here. I'm going to do the meme answer. My God. Yes. I would I would love to see Shrek 
as the, uh, the, the the god of Asgard, the king of Asgard. Oh, yeah. Be, I mean, the, the swamp. The ass swamp. The ass swamp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ass swamp. Where it originates from. Ass, ass swamp. Honestly, <laughs> I think that uh, Shrek did for Smash Mouth what Eddie Munson did for Metallica. So yeah. in, in, in reality, how are they How are they different? They're not. True. Exactly. Eddie they Munson are the and same. Shrek, both worthy guys. Both big contributors to what we think is cool in music now. And uh, I, I, I support both answers personally. Honestly, I do too. I honestly, I, I don't know who to choose. These are all two amazing answers. So I'm going to give you guys both the credit for being both winners. I know this is the cop-out answer, but I just, I love these theories too much. I think that Shrek would be hilarious as a god of Asgard. And I think Eddie deserves it. I think that Ed, uh, Mr. Eddie, it, Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson. He Mu- yes, is Eddie the Munson. best of us and he deserves it. <laughs> yes. Poor Eddie. Eddie Munson. Rest in peace. Maybe you king of all kings. But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Big thank you to Whitney Van Leningham and Angelica Trey for joining me on this episode. Support all their stuff. You can follow them on Twitter too. You just, they're amazing people. Support them. Whitney Vision and Angelica Streams. Like, they're two amazing women. And support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And if you got some Rogue Theories of your own, you can share them over on our Discord. If you're over 18, you can search New Rockstars. Um, on Discord and just join this conversation there. You can follow me at MasterTain on Twitter. If you want to see me tweet some really weird shit and weird theories, you can follow New Rockstars on all social platforms. And yeah, we love you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.